Hello, welcome to this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this episode. This is Griff Talks Football, and yes, it is not original, but it's my fucking show. Uh, so that is the name of the show. And today, like I mentioned in the last previous episode, so if you haven't checked that out, go ahead. Um, but I introduced the Daily Talks, and so this is now the second episode, if you will, of the Daily Talks, which will occur um, from... The beginning of the official NFL season, which was last week, uh, to around Super Bowl time. And today we're going to be uh, talking about uh, the game of the Bucks v. Panthers. Uh, and then previewing or looking for uh, to the games coming up this Sunday and Monday. For... The Bucks v. Panthers, to summarize this in a few words, uh, as the overall theme, I'll say questionable game plan by Panthers. Listen, Cam Noonan, unfortunately, has not been throwing as accurate as he was in his rookie year, as he was in his sophomore year, as he was in his third year, his fourth year. Mind you, he's been playing from 2011, and it, his, his highest, or at least his Excellent play. Like his best season was 2015. He won MVP that year. But you can make an argument that it was based on having a lot of rushing yards, a lot of rushing touchdowns, having a good touchdown inter- inter- interception ratio. And I think he threw over 3,000 yards. Um, don't go wrong. That, that's great. That's what an advantage to have as a QB that can do that. Um, however, Defenses, or at least game plans when it comes to playing defense, when it comes to establishing and preparing for opponent, it will always change change and adjust to the offense's greatest strength. And it just so happens that up until this point, the Panthers' offense's greatest strength was through the legs of Cam Newton and through the arm of Cam Newton. Uh, but unfortunately, he has not been as accurate and it goes to show from last night's game. He went 25 out of 51. He threw over 300 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, no picks either. But he was just under 50% completion rate. A lot of his throws were inaccurate. And even the passes that he did complete, sometimes the receivers had to jump high for it or lunge out of bounds for it. Um, it was it was pathetic in terms of how accurate he was. It, it was really bad. And part of this questionable game plan was that they only gave their best player, Chris McCaffrey, yes, their best player, a total of 18 touches. So 16 carries for 37 yards, an average of 2.3, and two receptions for 16 yards. Um, granted, he did not have a lot of rushing yards necessarily. I mean, the Bucks defense did play well. Play well overall against uh, the run. However, if he is your best player, you want your best player to get out in space. The previous game against the Rams, he had uh, 18 carries and he also had 10 receptions. Uh, I believe both went over 100 yards. He had over 200 yards that game. And yes, the, unfortunately, the Panthers lost to the Rams. 
So you're telling me that you couldn't give the ball to your best player? Your best player is not Cam Newton. Your best player is Christian McCaffrey. And uh, unfortunately, um, it's going to be a tough season for the Panthers if Cam does not, or at least if Cam continues to struggle. Um, and if they deviate from Christian McCaffrey, um, I would say again, their best, their best player in their game plan throughout the season now should be through Christian McCaffrey, not the arm and legs of Cam Newton. As for the Bucks, though, uh, they're more run balanced. They had 31 run calls and uh, they threw the ball 25 times. However, Jameis is still wildly inaccurate, but he was 16 out of 25, just above 200 yards, uh, with one touchdown, no picks though. But again, uh, w- with running the ball, I feel like the Bucks were trying to uh, minimize Jameis's turnovers because he did throw three interceptions, in which those three interceptions, two of them were for pick sixes, uh, otherwise known as uh, gain touchdowns off of defensive interception uh, last week against the 49ers. Um, so it, they, the offense played more like damage control and tried to eliminate the mistakes by Jameis or at least minimize. Uh, Peyton Barber, Barber, their starting running back, had 23 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. Not too bad. Averaged 3.6 yards per carry. Uh, he also had one reception for seven yards. And Chris Godwin, uh, their best player from last night, uh, with six receptions, 120 yard, 121 yards, and one touchdown. So the Bucks played okay. Obviously, the game came down to the final play, in which the Panthers were on the doorstep of scoring. It was a fourth and one at the two-yard line. Had they got the first down, they would have had more downs to – it would have been first goal, and they would have had more downs to be able to, to score. And uh, unfortunately, they tried to do this trick play. They sent Cam Newton out to motion, out wide, uh, hiked the ball to Christian McCaffrey, who then ran left um, after faking a reverse to a wide receiver. And uh, the Bucks defense uh, played well there. Um, you can make an argument that the Panthers should have not called that play instead of throw it with Cam Newton. Uh, but if your quarterback has been struggling the entire time, um, you want the ball in your best player's hands, and it happened to be Christian McCaffrey's. Uh, it could have been a questionable call there in terms of downs and distance. I do believe it was short of the first down. Uh, so congrats to the Buccaneers' defense. Um, just poor execution offensively by the Panthers. Uh, they didn't score a single touchdown. It, the game ended up being 20-14, to 14, but a lot of the points came from field goals and one safety to worth two points forced by the Panthers defense. So uh, 20 to 14. Congrats on the Bucks for a win. Uh, long season for the Panthers. <clears throat> We're going to shift to this to looking at the games for this upcoming weekend. Um, so starting off with the Cardinals versus Ravens, the battle of the QBs. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, threw five touchdowns against Miami. Miami's Dolphins defense, in which Miami is in a rebuilding mode, but throwing five touchdown passes, it's just something to to uh, uh, ignore. Um, it is difficult to even throw three touchdowns in the NFL, um, but throwing five is very impressive. Um, but 
He's going against his counterpart, the other QB on the team, uh, on the Cardinals team, uh, Kyler Murray. Both are athletic QBs. Um, both have good accuracy, I would argue. Uh, however, if we're going to go for play calling and we're going to go for um, just all the QB's performance, I feel like the Ravens uh, will definitely win this game just because they're the better team. Um, I'm not predicting who will win necessarily. I feel like the Ravens might win, but definitely – uh, what to look into, battle of the QBs between Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Chargers versus Lions. Matthew Stafford against Chargers defense. Uh, Matthew Stafford played like shit in the second half last week against the Arizona Cardinals, and the Cardinals were able to make a comeback. The game ended up being tied 27-27. Um, but Chargers defense is way better than the Cardinals defense, and – I don't see the Lions being able to run the ball successfully against the Chargers' front seven, uh, which is three defensive linemen or four linebackers or four defensive linemen, three linebackers. It's it's seven people in the box, uh, in case you didn't know that. Um, so we'll have to you'll have to see uh, whether Matthew Stafford elevates his play and is able to carve up the Chargers' defense or – Will the Chargers defense uh, bottle up uh, Matthew Stafford? So that's something to look into. Colts versus Titans. Uh, Colts, uh, Colts defense versus Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry, again, is by far the vocal point of the Titans offense. Uh, but the Colts defense actually have a, actually had an excellent run defense towards the end of the year last year. And uh, though they struggle against the Chargers, uh, the offense overall is better uh, has a higher ceiling uh, than the Titans, in which their ceiling is through Marcus Mariota, and so who's a QB there, but he hasn't played well. He hasn't stayed healthy. So, again, their offense is going to flow through Derrick Henry. So, again, look for Cole Stephens versus Derrick Henry. All right, 49ers versus Bengals, run versus pass. Um, I honestly don't know what to think of this game. Coming up, uh, the 49ers. Uh, led by Kyle Shanahan, our run balance team. They use zone a lot. Uh, granted, they didn't. They were not successful last week in terms of passing the ball. Really, Jimmy Garoppolo threw you know, 160 yards, one touchdown, but uh, threw a pick as well. He was inconsistent on some of his throws. Uh, as for the Bengals, they went pass heavy. Uh, he Andy Dalton threw the ball 51 times last week against the Seahawks, so I don't I don't know what to think just yet. Um, while I do think the 49ers will be more run balanced this year offensively, and while I do think the Bengals will pass a lot uh, this year, uh, I I don't know. Uh, but I I, I feel like it, this is definitely going to be something to look into just run versus pass. Uh, which team will have that advantage, and which team will uh, win? So that's something to look into. How many runs do the 49ers call? Are they successful there? How many passes do the Bengals call? Are they successful there? So that's something, again, uh, to, to look into this weekend. All right. Jags versus Texans. Uh, Houston's O-line versus Jacksonville's pass rush. Last week, Jacksonville didn't sack Patrick Mahomes at all. Didn't even touch him. Didn't even hit him. Uh, 
but then again, the Chiefs O-line is much more different and I would say better uh, in terms of athleticism, strength, and adjusting to a front seven uh, or adjusting to whether defense lines up uh, compared to Houston Texans, uh, which they gave up six sacks last week and 11 QB hits uh, when they played against the, the Saints. Um, so it's something to look into. I'm not saying that Jacksonville is going to get 10 sacks or six sacks or whatever. I'm also not saying that Houston's going to give up that many or play piss poor. Uh, I'm just saying that it's something to look into. Um, it can go either way, um, whether it's Houston allowing a bunch of sacks and QB hits or Jacksonville not getting to the QB. So that's something to, uh, to look into. All right, Vikings versus Packers. Kurt versus Aaron. Um, I, I, I don't feel like Vikings are going to be able to dominate running the ball against, I would argue, very talented and potentially excellent Packers defense. Yes, I recognize the Packers played against Mitchell Trubisky in the Bears last week. I know that Mitchell Trubisky is low-tier QB play. Uh, but recognize that it was overall a very excellent defensive performance by the Green Bay Packers. And so while Kurt is a level above uh, or step above Mitchell Trubisky, um, the Vikings played against the Falcons last weekend and, again, were run heavy. And They only threw the ball 10 times, ran it about 25. I don't think it's going to be uh, in the Vikings' favor in terms of really wanting to uh, run a lot. So it's going to come down to the play of Kirk Cousins against that Packers defense. And it's going to come down to the play of Aaron Rodgers against a very excellent Vikings defense. I do think the Packers are going to struggle running the ball this year. Uh, not this year, at least in this game. And uh, that's bad for me because I have uh, Aaron Jones as my starting running back. And so that's going to be frustrating for me. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, it's definitely it's definitely going to come down to quarterback play. So that's something to look into. All right, Cowboys versus Redskins. Dak's performance. I am not sure if Dak can repeat the 400 yards passing with a near QB, perfect QB rating of 158 and four touchdowns. Uh, the Redskins are not the Giants. Uh, I do think the Redskins have a better secondary, but we'll have to see how if Dak can continue playing at that excellent level or playing at that performance. Uh, Steelers versus Seahawks. Uh, Steelers offense. They only managed three points against New England. They got blown out, demolished. Um, so you have to see how they how they do this week. Um, I would argue that the Seahawks have a better pass rush than New England. Um, so again, that's something you're looking to uh, for Steelers. Can they score a touchdown this week? All right, Bills versus Giants, Eli Manning versus Daniel Jones. Uh, this could be a game where Eli gets benched in favor of Daniel Jones. This could be a game where Eli just balls out and silences the haters. Uh, but mind you, keep in mind, too, the Bills have an excellent defense. Um, a bunch of no-name players with Micah Hyde as a free safety. Uh, but then again, very excellent defense. So uh, that's something to look into is Eli Manning versus Daniel Jones. Will uh, Eli do well in this game? Will they bench him for Daniel Jones? Who knows? Patriots versus Dolphins. Skip this game. 
it's a dub for the Pats. Uh, Dolphins got blown out by Ravens 59-10. If they got blown out by Lamar Jackson playing in the second year, I imagine what would happen for this weekend when they play against Tom Brady, who's in his 19th season so uh, of the NFL. So uh, skip it. Just just skip it. Just skip it. Unless you're a passing Dolphins fans, a fan, just, just skip the game. All right. Cheese versus Raiders. Uh, pass rush versus uh, pass protection. So when I say pass rush, I'm talking about the Chiefs pass rush. They have new pass rushers this year. Are they able to at least hit the QB or get some sacks against the Raiders online? Which surprisingly uh, did pretty well against Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb of the Broncos. So uh, let's see if the Raiders pass protection can uh, can keep up with that performance, can excel at that perform uh, at pass protection. Uh, that's something to look into. Saints versus Rams. So here's two things, actually. All right, it's going to be Saints versus refs, and then Drew Brees versus Aaron Donald. This game is going to, up until the game plays, is going to be predominantly about uh, the pass, that non-pass interference call uh, in last year's NFC Championship game. Um, so let's see how the Saints handle that. And, it's, and again, it's going to be Drew Brees versus Aaron Donald. Uh, Drew Brees is going against a very talented, at least when it comes to pass rush, especially Aaron Donald, who's been two-time defensive player of the year um, at D-tackle, which is very excellent. Uh, but that is something to look into. Uh, how will how well will Drew Brees play? Um, they plowed J.J. Watt uh, excellently as the Saints O-line last week. Um, also recognize that the Rams defense did not play Drew Brees. They play against a, a very—I I don't want to say too terrible, but a very inaccurate Cam Newton. Um, so we'll have to see. That is something to 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 uh, look into. All right, Bears versus Broncos. Play QBs. Uh, is it going to be the Joe Checkdown Show or the Mitchell Trubisky actually plays well show? Um, one Q, uh, QB Joe Flacco is getting pretty old and. He's been known for just throwing at 5, 10 yards, not really deep recently uh, through these past few seasons. And then will Mitchell Trubisky uh, excel and step up and play well? And uh, that's what we look into. All right, Eagles versus Falcons. Uh, offensive explosion. I don't think there's going to be any defense played in this game. I know that the Falcons uh, got their ass whooped against the Vikings, in which the Vikings have an excellent defense. But I feel like the, uh, the Falcons are going to bounce back and do well against the Eagles defense. And it's going to come down to the play of not just QBs, but overall offensively. Uh, both teams have weapons. Both teams have uh, good running backs. Uh, both teams have excellent quarterbacks. So we'll have to, we'll have to see. Uh, that's something to look into for that game. All right, Browns v. Jets. Uh, Browns O-line and discipline. Uh, I feel like the Browns are actually going to win this game. The Jets starting QB, Sam Darnold, is going to be out for a couple weeks. Uh, he's dealing with uh, an illness, uh, which sucks. Um, but uh, even if Sam Darnold was playing, it's, it's really about the Browns on line in terms of pass protection and discipline all around. The Browns got penal penalized 18 times last week against the Titans. 
Will they be able to bounce back on Monday Night Football? Uh, that's something to look into. All right, that's it in terms of previewing at least what to look into for these games coming up on Sunday and Monday. And um, so I'll release my next episode uh, after Monday Night Football to not only review the games, but then to uh, preview what's next, uh, talk about news uh, outside of the games in the realms of, of NFL. And so, again, uh, thank you so much for taking time to, to listen and uh, have a kick-ass Friday. And uh, talk to you soon.